All right, guys. All right, guys. You are tuning to the Dope Girls Pray Podcast. I am your host, Kamisha H. Guys, and our co-host for tonight is Bishop Ruben Holden, my friend. Guys, listen, tonight is going to be exciting. I see you guys came ready. Like, the numbers are up already. So, you guys are already prepared for our topic on tonight. Does social media ruin relationships? Guys, you are tuned into Pillow Talk the Christian Way, where we have candid spirit-led conversations. And so, guys, I am so excited that you guys have tuned in with us on tonight. Listen, I need you guys to do me a huge favor. This is the only favor of tonight, is to tag and share, as well as listen, but to tag and share. And also, this is a corporate thing, so we want you to partake. This is like a crowd participation. You guys are not just spectators, but you guys are family to the Dope Girls Pray Podcast. And we are so excited. We don't take it for granted that you guys take time out of your night, literally, and tune in with us and share and support what it is that God is doing. Not what we are doing, but what God is doing. And so, guys, I'm so excited um, for tonight. Listen. Tonight is going to be awesome. I promise you guys, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be a move of God. And so we're going to open up with prayer and then we're just going to dive right in into our topic of tonight. And so Father, we thank you. We love you. We magnify you. Father, we adore you. We lift you up. Father, we thank you for sending your Holy Spirit, for being in the midst. Father, you said in your word, when two or three are gathered, then so here are you. And so Father, we thank you for your precious Holy Spirit being in the midst and igniting this live right now in the name of Jesus, the igniting. Father, we thank you for the Holy Spirit. Father, we cancel every assignment from the enemy on tonight. Father, we cancel every word curse that was sent out against us. Father, you said your word that every tongue that rises up against us shall be condemned. And so we shut the mouth of every naysayer every person that tried to, to uh, spit out a venomous dart onto this live on tonight or even on either myself or Reuben right now, Father, we send it back to the sender right now in the name of Jesus. Every witchcraft assignment that was set out against us on tonight, Father, we break it, we bind it, we arrest it, we overturn it right now in the name of Jesus, Father, we cancel every demonic invocation, supplication, pronunciation, every satanic roadblock right now in the name of Jesus, Father, you Study your word to suffer not the witch to live, Jesus. So if the witch doesn't repent, Father, do what you have to do, Father. Every de uh, demonic altar that is set up against us, Father, every international altar, every local altar, every altar where our names and our pictures are placed, Father, I lift them right now in the name of Jesus. And I send your consuming fire to consume it right now in the name of Jesus. Father, right now we ask you to hide us behind the cross. Yes, Lord. Father, never let them see us, but only let them see you because it's all about you, Jesus. And it's you that get the glory, Father. It's you that are lifted up, magnified, and exalted every time that we come forth, Father. They never see us, but they only see you. And we are here to, ex to exemplify heaven on earth. And so, Father, we thank you for the vessels. Father, that you chose it on tonight. And we ask you, Lord, just to feel us, Lord. Feel us right now with your spirit. And it's in Jesus' name that we soak and we saturate this prayer. Amen. 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 So, guys, listen. I am so excited. I am so excited for everybody that is tuning in on tonight. Listen, if you have not tagged and shared already, I need you guys to tag and share. Okay? Tag and share on tonight. Tag and share. Hey, Prophet Travis, tag and share. All right, guys. So listen, first of all, Bishop, how was your day? How was your day? 
Because my was day was crazy. Day, <laughs> the day that the Lord has made. <laughs> Listen, first of all, I'm going to say this. I, I can't find, still can't find my remote control for my TV. I need you guys to pray. Ever since yesterday, we when we went live and we we did um, the gatekeepers, the, the they had invited us on. I cannot find my remote control for my TV from from my room. This is the spirit of sabotage. I'm so serious. So guys, I need some intercession because I I can't not have my TV in my room. They're trying to torment me seriously. It just disappeared out of nowhere. No joke. I got so it. So I'm trying to, to, to literally, it's not it's not so much of trying to stay sane, but I like to sleep with my TV on. And I don't know what the Lord is trying to do, but I, I, I need to find my remote control. All right. Yes. Thank you, Prophet. We're praying for the remote. Yeah, it literally oh, disappeared. Pray for Come the remote. I'm so serious. I'm laughing about it, but it literally disappeared. Like it disappeared. All right. So. Guys, tonight is going to be good. I promise you. I promise you. I promise you. So. <laughs> oh, man. So my thing didn't download. All right. So it didn't download here. It's okay. So our topic for tonight is does social media destroy relationships? For everybody that is tuning in, I just want you to type in the comments your answer. Right now, if you think that social media, if social media uh, destroys relationships, you could just say yes or no. There's no right or wrong answer. Come on, we're not being deep. There's no right or wrong answer. But I want you guys just to type in the comments, yes or no, if you believe um, that. He said, I thought you were interviewing Dietrich Haddon. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Travis, be quiet. Um, type in the oh, comments, what? yes or no. If you believe that social media, uh, if you think that social media destroys relationships, Kimberly Flowers says yes. LaJean Taylor says yes. Come on. She said yes. Come on. I need the rest of you to type in the comments. If you believe that social media destroys uh, relationships, you can just say yes or no. Don't give your bio. Don't give your testimony. Not in this comment box. It's going to be too big. Christina says yes. Patty Green Elwood says no. Uh, Miss Patty says no. Man, come on, Patty. Patty! Patty said no. She said no. <laughs> okay. Um, Travis says, I don't think it does. Okay. He says, I don't think it does. And we did a statistics uh, study on Facebook, and we posed the question as well to our followers. Did they think that social media um, destroys relationships? And there was mixed answers. Alicia Boston says no. There was mixed answers. There was a lot of people. Prevailing answer says yes and no. Laugh out loud. Whitney Mason says yes and no. And there were like so many mixed answers um, in the feedbacks. A lot of people said yes. I'm going to be honest. And then there was a lot of people that said no. But I want to say this. This is what I saw. The older generation said no. A lot of the older generation um, said no. And I believe that that probably happened because you got to remember, a lot of the older folk are not really computer savvy. Right? And so they don't really even know how to work Facebook or like that or any like social media handles. So I can see why a lot of them probably would say no. Right? But a lot of the younger generation, a lot of them said yes. And then people have mixed answers. And a lot of people say yes or no. So... 
what else? Yeah, come on. She said, absolutely. So Bishop, what, what do you think? Because that's our first question um, of tonight. Does social media destroy relationships? What do you think? I think that it is a tricky question based <laughs> on the mindset of the person. Okay. Now, it's not the object, but what you do with the object. Okay. It's not the person, what you do with the person. And so I think social media was not created with the intention to destroy relationships. Media hmm. was created with the intention to build a global network, Facebook, Instagram, that people intermingle, interact, and you can meet people that you may have never met at your job or at your church or those sorts of things. That's why people do online dating. So I don't believe that the mindset of the original creation was uh -huh. to but the enemy can come in mm -hmm. and use anybody to do anything. <laughs> yes, Lord. So that's how we started getting this catfish idea. That's how okay. we started these crazy ideas because it wasn't the actual thing. God says he created man in his image and in the likeness of he created them male and female. He created us in his image. Now, the fall of man had nothing to do with God's authentic creation. The fall of man had everything to do with the disobedience of what God said to do. He said, don't eat of the fruit. The garden was good. The tree, let's say the tree is social media, but don't eat of that tree. And we still ate of the same tree that we wasn't supposed to eat from. It's not for everything and for every purpose. There are some things you just do not touch, but we went ahead and did what we wanted to do. And, and that's why a flawed idea and and if affected so many relationships i've seen people break up over facebook i've seen people break up over instagram i've seen people get lose their marriages off of this Sit, sitting there. I, so don't go too deep just okay. yet don't go too deep just yet right and i i'm gonna say i say that because we have some questions and i don't want you to run through all the questions just yet but i will say this and and people facebook land and 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 um youtube land you guys can correct me if i'm wrong i think though when facebook facebook was first initiated it was really for just college kids right i believe that that that's what it was for in the beginning because you had to have like a college id when facebook first originated right and then i think when instagram first originated and i can't really remember offhand but I think when Instagram first originated, I don't know if it was just for iPhone users or how it was for. I cannot remember all here because it's been around for so long. But Facebook, I do know. I, I believe I stand corrected. And you guys type it in the comments because I'm not 100% sure. But I think when Facebook first came about, it was for college students, right? And it was for college students to, like, stay engaged, to connect with different people, um, like, you know, in school or different universities and stuff like that. But Facebook was never really intended for dating, right? It was really just a social platform because, come on, before Facebook, we had what? MySpace. MySpace. Right? We had MySpace. Right. And MySpace was 
literally um, like a space, right? That was yours. You designed the page how you wanted to design it. You could put your little music on there, right? It was just crazy, right? MySpace was the thing back in the day though. And so then all of a sudden, um, then it came about with Facebook, right? Facebook came about and Facebook literally, I believe, I can't remember 100%, but I do believe this, that it was for um, college kids. Uh, yeah, she says, I don't remember either because it was so long ago, but I do believe that it was for college kids. And so huh, do I believe that social media can destroy relationships? Absolutely. Absolutely. I say yes. And the reason why that I say yes, that it can destroy relationships, because come on, y'all know I'm spiritual, right? And this is Candace Spirit-led conversation. But let's just be honest, because even before social media, come on, let's go back to that older generation that said no. They were just meeting up to cheat. My right? God. They were just meeting up to cheat. It wasn't, you didn't really have social platforms, right? So when even when people got exposed, you didn't really get exposed on an international level, like a worldwide level. But, you know, you might have heard about it in the neighborhoods. Like, you might have heard Mr. Jones and Mrs. Jones was fighting because he was at the bar with Miss Penny, you know, or whatever, and he was cheating, right? Come on. So it was it was it wasn't a social media platform, but people had other avenues of how they, you know, went and cheat because people were meeting up, right? Let's just be honest. Because wow. cheating is not nothing new, right? That's not nothing new. Social media, I really feel though, is an enabler. Mm. It is an enabler. Wow. And I'm not gonna go too deep just yet because we have questions. But I really do feel like that it's an enabler because really, come on, they say the devil is closer to one than he is to two. And to be honest, when you have your own social media, it's really isolation. So you basically govern everything that comes in and out of your social media. You govern everything that comes in and out because let, let's just go deep. Y'all know I'm a deep person. Come on, I, I can't be too low. Right. Even the way that you come across on social media, the way that you present your page literally is the traffic that you draw in. Right. So if your picture is a picture of, you know, your boobs is out or you taking a picture and you like, you know, got your, you got look back at it. You know how y'all take those pictures. Right. Look back at it. I did it back in the day. Right. I ain't going front. But the look back at it pictures. Right. Of course, the traffic that's going to come in is going to be the traffic that some men think that you want them to look, right? Because the mind says, come on, if you put something out there in my mind, I'm going to think that I can look at it, right? So you kind of control what traffic comes in. So for instance, if you're, if you're, if you make a page that it's a, a health page, right? The traffic that's going to come in are going to be people that's interested in healthy lifestyle, right? If you make a page where um, it's women empowerment, come on, the traffic that's going to come in is going to be women that want to be empowered. And so how basically you project, come on here, that you project your social media, that's the kind of attention that you're going to get back, the, 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 the pushback that you're going to get and some people, they may say, well, you know, that's really not me. And that may be true. My grandmother used to say that to me all the time. But at the end of the day, how you look is how people perceive you, mm. right? It's, 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 a, it's, 
it's like a yes and a no thing, like a bad and a good thing, because at the same time, we could say, well, that's not relationship, right? Because the person can be broken. Yeah, that's true. But at the time, that's what you're giving off, right? So we only can judge by what's apparent. So if you have, uh, even with men, come on, because we're not going to just like pick on the women to look back at it. Y'all men, some of y'all be taking uh, selfies, your profile pictures, you with your shirt off, right? So the traffic that you're you're trying to put in, like get back, is for women to, to look at you. Come on. I mean, is he a bodybuilder? Like what's going on here? I don't know for sure that you're a workout man unless I see weights in the back, right? But if I just see you in the bathroom, right, and you're taking a selfie and you have no clothes on or the famous one is like the shoulder, the shoulder on up, you can see, but you know they don't have any clothes on. That's kind of weird to me. I'm going to be honest, right? <laughs> That's kind of weird to me. But, you know, to each his own, right? Everybody has their own journey. But I'm just saying, see how when a person looks at something, this is the projection that they're looking at. They're trying to figure out what's going on. So I feel like it's a double-edged sword because, come on, let's talk about it. If you have not went through healing and deliverance, I'm just going to say social media is not going to be the best for you. Especially when you go through those moments of isolation. Come on, you're going to be a wanderer. So we want to move on to our next question because I don't want to move too far ahead of myself, right? Because that can happen because y'all know I talk too much and I'm not afraid to say that. So our next question, if your partner asks you for your password, are you giving it out? Oh, <laughs> what are you saying, Bishop? Oh. Are you giving the password out? Now, this says a lot about the couple. Uh-huh. I was in a counseling session with the couple. He won't give me his password. She won't give me her password. And it's an argument back and forth that when you're in counseling, the job of the counselor is to get to the core of the situation. The core of the situation is not the password. It is, I don't trust you. Right. And so what I want to suggest to you is that you work on the trust level. Because truth is, sometimes there is something to hide. Sometimes there isn't anything to hide. But either way, do I trust my partner enough that even if I don't have the password, mm -hmm. I trust them enough to know that they're not doing anything? And how did we get to the place where we started asking for passwords? It's not like the first thing we agreed on was we would exchange information. If y'all did that from the jump, okay, cool. But if midstream in a relationship, you see he got too many followers, now you want his password. You see she got too many followers, now you want her password. I want to suggest that there is a level of insecurity and that plays a big role. So in, to answer the question, I say, no, we do not need to exchange passwords if the trust level is there. But if you need me to prove myself to you, absolutely go through my cellular device. So, I, so Miss Patty said, and I want you guys, as you come on, this is crowd participation. Tell me if you guys would give your password to either your spouse or 
whoever you're intentionally dating because we believe in intentional dating over here we're not dating just to be dating we're dating with intentions type in yes or no if you would give the password so miss patty said come on miss patty she said definitely he has mine and i have his didn't have to ask for we just understood come on what is understand doesn't need to be understood come on so I'm, I'm going to say it's a it's a mixture, right? And I won't say so much all of the time that, because I'm like Miss Petty, I'm a little bit more old school, right? I, I come in the door and I'm going to be honest because everybody is different when it comes to relationships. Some people, if you did not go through the healing and deliverance, right? You'll come in with a lot of like trauma from your past. Mm -hmm. Now, sometimes, when you it's not always trauma because it could be moments too of you know people call it ptsd we have post-traumatic stress disorder where you know it could be something that happens that resembles something of your past right and then for a moment you may have like a moment of doubt right that doesn't make you like well you're not delivered because you know if you went through deliverance and that moment happened and all of a sudden you have a moment everybody has moments like it's quite natural right However, I'm like kind of old school. Like when I come in the door with a relationship, I automatically give the person the benefit of the doubt. I want to trust you until you show me that you can't be trusted. Now, some people have the ideology that, you know, trust is earned, is not given. Oh, uh, that's not, I'm not into that militant, you know, type of ideology and stuff like that. I'm, I'm just, and maybe it's just me, right? Maybe it's just me, um, which Michelle say, I'm trying to understand what are you putting out there if he needs to be looked at, especially if you're in a committed relationship. I'll get back to you, Michelle, in a second, right? And so I just come into the door with the mindset that I'm going to trust this person until they give me a reason to, to not be trusted because I'm, I'm going to say this, it's not fair that people pay for your past, right? It's not fair that people pay for your past. And if you're still in a season where you're not healed, you should not be dating, right? You should not be dating. Now, you don't have to take my words, but what's going to happen is you're going to be operating in the spirit of sabotage. And it's going to turn into what we call self-sabotage because everything that comes about that happens, you're going to destroy it because you might feel like, and what people self-sabotage, what they do is they think like they're not worthy of something right and the person is trying to show you that you are but in your mind because of past situations and you have not healed you haven't got delivered literally you're you'll you will ruin the relationship and so if it's a situation where you know you haven't healed i'm just a firm believer you shouldn't be dating right but i'm going to say society and our culture we don't take the time to actually heal we just run right because people made us believe that oh just be strong like keep going life goes on go ahead girl go have fun do what you want to do you know and stuff like that but in all reality right what happens is when when you have not healed and you just keep going and you keep opening doors and opening doors and opening doors all you're really doing is is welcoming other principalities to come in whether it's legal access or illegal access and in this case it would actually be legal according to spiritual law because you have a door open right so the enemy has an entryway and so what ends up happening is you destroy yourself 
as well in the making, right? Not only do you destroy people, but you're destroying yourself. And that's really the job of the enemy. He walks the earth, the Bible says, looking to see whom he can devour. His job is to kill, steal, and destroy. And so literally he'll even use relationships, right? He'll use whatever that he can use that you have, oh, catch this, that you have opened the door to give him legal access for him to come into, right? So if it's a situation where, you know, um, you have not healed completely, partially, whatever, however you want to label it, I don't believe in just jumping right into a relationship, but I also don't believe in trying to play with it too, right? Mm -hmm. You like, you try to put your feet in, well, let me just see, right? No, don't see. Come on, you know the water's cold, right? Or you know the water's hot. Don't try to even touch and feel because if you get in that and you like the water, you like how it feels, but you have not healed, all you're going to do is hurt yourself and hurt others. I'm just going to be honest. Bishop, what do you think about that? I 100% I agree. I believe people come into relationships with the idea that that person is supposed to make them whole, make them yeah. And that's not the situation. You have to come into the relationship whole. You have to be who you are. One of the things that is in the relationship goals uh, chapter um, that I teach, it, it talks about who are you? What is your purpose? Identify your identity before you intermingle it with somebody else's. Come on. Be not unequally yoked you how can two walk together except they agree now you want to be in dental care and he wants to be a detective not saying it can't work naturally but supernaturally both gifts are different i need to find someone that has what i need enhance my destiny it's about destiny it's about destination that's why there is no marriage in heaven because it's about destination. Here we are on a journey. Who you connect with is very important. Whose destiny for you is very important because that person has the capacity to unlock the potential in which you are destined to reach. I will say this also, that find if a wife, find if a good thing and obtains favor with the Lord. The favor that is obtained is that the territory that I had that did not have any power now has a power boost. She is the favor. She is the light. She is what adds uh, 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 dimension and she adds light and shines the light upon whatever it is that God has given him to govern. And so you have to make sure both attributes are there. If he has something, then I must be able to shine a light on the something that he has. A lot of people say, successful men will say, I couldn't have done this without the person that is my wife, the person that stood beside me, the post person that carried me through this. You want your husband to be able to say that about you and you want to be able to know that I was that person for him. So getting in a relationship just to be in a relationship because you want to be because you don't want to be single, we got to cut that out. You got to allow your loneliness to be a season in which you get closer to God and he matures you to a place where you understand who you are at your authenticity. Yeah, that's true. I agree with you. And I wanted to get back to Michelle because she said it's definitely a trust issue about the password thing. 
um, to, um, and I'm trying to understand what are you putting out there that needs to be looked at, especially if you're in a committed relationship. But I'm going to be honest, Michelle, there are people that are in committed relationships and that because they have not went through healing and deliverance, they are putting stuff out there. Mm -hmm. right like you would think in the real world it does make sense michelle like that's common sense my grandma used to say everything that's common does not make sense right so for instance if you're in a committed relationship right even let's start here i'm gonna say this even before the committed relationship let's use dress for an example you should dress a certain way before you get in a committed relationship right it shouldn't take for commitment for you to now have some morals and values. You should you should have had some morals and values, honestly, before the relationship came, right? Because if you don't have morals and values when a relationship comes, you're gonna just accept anything anyway, right? Because you don't have a standard. Oh God, I hear you. You mm. don't even have a standard, right? So if you don't have a standard coming in, and I'm gonna tell you one thing about people, people know who they can play on. And it's not men, just men, but it's women too. Come on women too women do it too people know who they can play on and so because people know who they can play on they're going to do what you allow them to do right people only let you do people only do what you allow and so the thing is i'm just going to be honest you know if a person um was not dressing properly before they met the person i'm going to give you an example if they come to the relationship and they're dressing the same way and if the person met them that way, say, for instance, a man or a woman, and a man met her that way, when she comes down to the relationship because that moral and value was not there, she was not whole. And when he tries to say, because I'm be honest, he, he, he got with her because he liked the way she dressed. Right? Come on. It's an exchange for an exchange. Come on. They, he exchanged his number for her number because he was attracted from the way she projected herself on social media. She put it out there. And so now that she comes to the relationship, right, and they get committed, what's, what's going to make you think that she's going to change how she was dressing when she was dressing that way when you met me? And that's going to be something she'll say, well, you met me this way. So what's wrong with me? Right. Right. So why all of a sudden now I have to change, right? Because clearly if that's not what you like, come on, somebody about to be in trouble, then you shouldn't have never talked to me. Right, because the, the, the thing that we do wrong as people, right, we think that we can fix people. Oh, this person has potential, so let me just date the potential. No, you got to date what you see. You got to date what you see, right? And I say that only, and I'm not saying, and I can't watch this, right, because somebody said, hold on. No, that's not true because people can change. Yes, people can change, but when you started dating them, they wasn't at the change. Mm. Come on. When you started dating them, they was at the that point of what you saw. So you can only go by what you saw. Now, after they change and you see something different, then you should revisit. You shouldn't touch it after the after the first thing of what you see, if that's not your standard. Come on, because some of you are just attracted to people's potential. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to just try to be attracted to nobody's potential. I need to be attracted to what I see. Substance. Come on, because what I see is what my standard is, and if I have a standard, I'm going to go after what I see, not after what I think I see. Come on. Well, he's this. He's that. He's that. And I think that I can. No, I'm not here to fix you. That's not my job. 
And I agree with you, Bishop, because you said that people, and that's, and that's my model, you know, I say this all the time, that people are supposed to come to the relationship whole. The woman is supposed to come whole. The man is supposed to come whole. And when they come together, they're supposed to make each other, each other better. And it's God that completes them. Right? Because completion is for the father. We can't fix people. I used to be such a bad person at that. I thought I could fix the world. Right? This is probably why I had so many counterfeits. Because I used to be a person that, I'm not going to say I looked at potential, but I saw some glitches. I'll say that. And I said, okay, I could be patient with the glitches. Right? Because, and I'm not talking about no maximum security glitches. Right? Because there's levels to glitches. But it was some things that I said, you know, I can be patient with this. This is kind of small, right? And I know I'm not perfect, right? There's it's going to be some things this man going to have to be patient about with me. Now, it's not maximum security, but it could be something that still get on somebody else's nerves. Come on, let's just be honest. We have something that gets on somebody's nerves in some way, shape, form, or fashion. And so I used to think like, you know, well, I can help and I can do this and world peace and flowers and gumdrops and bubble cum can't. No, no, I had to stop doing it because you know why? It did nothing but leave me with the bag. Come on, because after the person got their fixing or whether or not they, they didn't get fixed or not, because I'm going to be honest. Let me say, I got to say this because I hear the Holy Ghost, even for people that's desiring to be married right and you haven't fixed certain situations marriage only exposes what you never fixed wow come on marriage only exposes what you never fixed because when you get married and you say i do the enemy really is going to fight you now because he attacks the agreement so everything that you've never worked on everything that you've never got healed from everything that you've never got delivered from it's going to manifest out it's going to show the enemy's going to shine a light on it the enemy's going to shine a light on it and if you guys don't believe me i need the married folks to type it in in the comment section look she said a prevailing intercessor yes it does because it's true and i've been married before twice (laughs) come on i'm not trying to keep having you know the same cycles come on i'm a generational curse breaker i said i wasn't going through that cycle anymore but i'm I'm going to be honest marriage only exposes what the person never fixed so the thing is you know it's just better right it makes sense Right. We, the way that we were breaking it down or the way that it's being broken down, it would just make sense to be like, just get healed and then find love. But that's not what people do. Right. We just have to be honest. That's not what people do. People absolutely don't go and get the healing and deliverance that they need, that they're supposed to get. And then they get married. They really don't do that. People really, to be honest, because sometimes, too, I'm going to be honest, some people hide things right because some people may be embarrassed for you to see what it is that they'll deal with and so you'll be meeting the representative some people can last oh this is crazy some people can last as a representative for years and that's because y'all really not having that type of communication or y'all not really together like that meaning like always together because i'm gonna be honest you well now in my life by the by the first time that i meet you i'm gonna know what's wrong with you so that's the that's the don't date a prophet if you do not healed or delivered right because at the point of my life 
I only see black and white. It's like I only see light and dark, right? And and, and there's not no thing of judging or being judgmental, but that's how prophets' eyes are designed. We just are able to see, right? And so my thing is I don't even waste time. This is why I'm at a point in my life where I'm just waiting for the sound of the promise, yeah. right? I'm not even entertaining anything that that represents, like not represents the sound, but that counterfeits the sound. I'm not entertaining a counterfeit anymore. I did that in my days of not really walking close with God or me on my journey or however my cross was tailor made, right? I did that. And so the thing is, I forgot what I was just talking about because my, my mind just goes so fast. What was I saying, Ruben? You were saying that you don't, when you date, you date with a purpose. You date with um, that's not what I was saying. You wasn't even listening. Yo, what was I saying? Ruben, you fired. Uh, you know, <laughs> that's not what I was saying. I was heading to it. You no, said. No, 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 no. Y'all don't mind. My brain sometimes, it literally goes, it's so much that's being dealt with. I would get lost in my words. Like, literally, it's it's weird. But um, who's going to say? Christina's laughing. Christina, you're not even helping me either. It's okay. So, yeah. Oh, that's what I was saying. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Come on. He the only one that got my back. Um, it's just marriage. I was talking about how marriage exposes the things that we've never healed from. And so, like I said, in the, in a better world, like, you know, we could definitely, um, <laughs> yes, he wasn't listening, sis. He wasn't. We could definitely just say, you know, that it's so much easier to just go and get healed and delivered. And then go and find love. But that's not what people are doing. We just want to be honest. That's that's not what people are doing. But what I was saying was, too, that sometimes we'll meet the representative and people can uphold this, you know, for a long time. Right? They can uphold it for a long time. And literally, you'll be fooled. You know, you'll be fooled, you know, because you thought that this person was this and this. But this is why, come on, I'm about to help somebody. This is why we need the word. Right? Come on. I know it's pillow talk the Christian way, but this still a spirit-led candid conversation because what does the Bible say? Mm. Try the spirit by the spirit. But come on, if you don't know your spirit, come on, how are you going to be able to discern other spirits? Right? So if you was to actually know who you were in God, it would save you so much when it came to relationship and dating with intentions and courting and are you actually engaged to the right person? Come on. I wish I knew the things that I knew um, now, that I know now, years ago, but it had to happen, right? And some things you got to go through the process, some things you're going to have to be broken for, right? So I'm not mad about it. But the thing is, I'm trying to stress the importance. And sometimes some people got to be the example. Take me as your example, right? Don't be the old version of me, right? Where I didn't understand that I was a spirit. So I wasn't trying the spirit by the spirit as the Bible says. And so it just left me in just repeated cycles. Come on. And even though I had discernment, I knew what I saw, but it was the spirit of bondage too. Because sometimes we'll stay in situations you know, you know that this is not the one. And you'll stay for years in this relationship with this person. And you know for a fact that this person is, they're not the promise. They're not, they're nothing of even a promise. Come on. They're not even a promise keeper. They can't even keep their own words, right? And so you'll waste time. What, what is what the enemy wants you to do anyway? You'll waste time literally, you know, trying to stay or fix this and fix that. And, and it's just a waste of time, but let's move on. So our next question, 
what are the defects of social media um, for relationships? What are some defects um, for social media with relationships, on relationships? How do you feel um, that social media, like some of the defects, like glitches for relationships? One of the main glitches that I, I hear about commonly is I don't really know the person except for what they extend to me. FaceTime doesn't reveal everything. True. Okay? Your, you can put on the finest outfit on Facebook. You could have just, you could have just picked it up from the store, put it on, got on FaceTime, got off FaceTime, took it off. You don't know what the situation is. But to get to know a person, you have to see that person. That's one thing that I learned. I was having a conversation with someone and they said, Bishop, make sure every leader that you're attached to, you know them. You've spent time with them. You've gone to their house. You see their living. You know all of these things. We don't take the time to do that anymore. All we hear is, well, he likes me. He likes my status. And now you're excited because he liked the status or he, or he liked the picture that you posted. It's deeper than that. What do you see about my core being? When you ask someone, do they like you? What do you like about me? Yeah, that's good. You catering to my insecurities? Do because believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, a picture says a lot about a person. True. You don't think you're showing your insecurities, but you are when the first thing people see is your body and not your mind. They don't know that you have an education. They don't know that these these wonderful characteristics that you uphold because you don't even recognize the wonderful characteristics that you uphold because you're in a dry place. You're in a place of, of hurt and pain. And I've seen people last a long time in broken relationships because each of them are catering to each other's hurt. I don't want nobody to make me feel good about my place of in-between. Come on. I don't want you to make me, I don't want you to tell me I'm the finest thing in the world and it's going to be okay. No, get me together. You broken, you need to be healed, and I'm going to pray with you while you get your healing, but I refuse to intertwine myself with you and have a soul tie. Come on. You've got to be at a place of maturity because his exterior will always present to you excellence, but the interior is what you have to look at. Could you imagine? seeing an apple on the outside and it is glossy and it is beautiful but you cut into the apple and it's rotten mm. and it's destroyed but on the exterior oh everything's perfect but it's not until you take a bite hold on church it's not until i stick my teeth into it it's not until i get close enough to this thing to actually taste the oh taste and see that the Lord is good. I've got to taste it. I've got to know what it, it, it's something about my taste buds that recognizes the flavor of perfection. Wow. <laughs> that recognizes the, 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 the nuances that create uh, uh, something beautiful. So you don't know if your taste buds have been tampered with. Like when you burn your tongue, you can't taste for a season. 
some of y'all just got some burnt tongues in the Holy Ghost. My some of y'all just got some burnt tongues. That's why you can't taste perfection. That's why you don't know what it tastes like. That's why you're selling for anything because it's been. It, you see it. It looks good. It smells good. But when you apply it to your taste buds, because your taste buds are burnt, you don't even know what you tasted. God, recover my spiritual taste buds that I might know how to taste and see. The reason why you can't taste and see him, because you didn't taste and see that the Lord was good. You don't know that he's going to be your shelter in the time of storm because you was hoping that he would be your shelter in the time of storm or she would be your shelter in the time of storm. You sli- you're laying on the couch in your house and you ain't worried about getting no job because she makes you feel comfortable in the place that you're in or he makes you feel comfortable in the place that you're in i need somebody that's going to push me into my destiny i need somebody that's going to tell me get up off this couch and until you do i'm going to leave you alone because i know my husband is perfection and i believe that's you but if i be your crutch you'll never achieve your accomplishment you will never go to where you need to be in god wow and you know what's crazy i'm going tag team with you come on i feel a tag team in my spirit come on right? Because when you were talking about the taste buds, I was sitting here writing because that's what some people are used to, too. That taste part, right? Some people don't know. Um, let's use a restaurant or let's use a meal. Some people don't know filet mignon if all they had was those steaks from Murray's. Come on. Right? Y'all remember Murray's? Come on. And those butter steaks. If you only had butter steaks all your life, when you actually get some filet mignon, you won't even know how to order it, how it's supposed to be cooked. You won't even be able to explain to the chef exactly how you want your steak done because some people's taste buds, they're only acclimated and used to one thing. I'm just going to be honest, right? Some people are used to one thing. So when they get a person that's trying to actually show them better or to show them what's life outside of you know, what they're used to, some people, they don't even know how to handle it. Some people, they don't even think they deserve it, right? It, it can go so deep. We can go so deep. Like, literally, if we just talk on taste buds. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because even the people pick, you can tell the taste quality of how <laughs> they're picking. Come on. Let's go there. You can tell taste quality of how people pick. I'm just going to say it. I'm going to say what people not going to say. You can tell. Like, for instance, if a person, I'm going to say it. Somebody not going to like me after this. But if a person is insecure about themselves, they're never going to date a woman. Let's use a man. If a man is insecure about himself, he's never going to date a woman that's attractive. He's never going to date a woman that's attractive because he's going to feel insecure. So he's either going to date somebody that's like him or that's lower than him. Mm. Right? Because I'm going to be honest, the person feels like they had to have a sense of control. Right? And it's manipulation. Come on, we're going to talk about spirit-led conversation. Let's talk about it. It's manipulation. Come on, because if the person does not look a certain way, they're not a caliber of a person, and the man, if he's higher than that woman... That just as soon as she starts to figure out her identity, just a little bit, he's going to say, oh, no, you're not cute. Come on, as soon as she starts to try to fix her hair, oh, no, that look a mess. As soon as she starts to try to dress better, oh, no, you know, you don't look right. And da 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 As soon as she starts to figure out her identity in God, who do you think you are? 
Come on, he gonna try to bring her back down because that's the job of the enemy, right? And so I'm gonna be honest, a lot of people do this. I'm gonna say the stuff that people won't say, right? That I'm gonna, but I'm gonna say it. A lot of people do this. They will rather date someone that's less, that's less than the standard just to make themselves feel better. And it's like this, because I hear the Holy Ghost saying, why would you cheat yourself? Come on, he says, I'm trying to, I'm trying to give you steak and lobster. And you keep trying to get the shrimp. My God. My I'm God. trying to give you, you know, uh, let's use again filet mignon. And you keep trying to eat, uh, what is it, pepper steak. You know, I'm trying to give you something better. Come on, God wants better for us. That's right. And, and, and Go ahead. And, and I'm going to break it down to its simplicity. Because some folk don't even know how to boil eggs properly. <laughs> so, for all y'all that, what's filet mignon? Y'all so fancy. Yeah, we bougie. <laughs> we bougie. But what since I'm a chef, let eggs? me break it down. Oh, Jesus. Some people don't even know how to boil eggs properly. Now, let me tell you. Because I didn't know how to boil eggs properly. <laughs> I didn't know that it was overcooked. Now, can anybody tell me when the egg is overcooked? Now, I'm not going to give you all day to figure it out, but I'm going to tell you the answer. The egg is overcooked when you see the gray membrane around the boiled egg. You've wow. overcooked the egg. Now, some folks just like, well, it tasted fine to me. It tasted fine to you. You cooked it, and you're used to eating it. But yeah. those that operate in perfection refuse to have anything less than perfection. Wow. Because I'm perfected. When you go to school and you get a degree, you refuse to date somebody that has not had the level of experience. This is good teaching, sir. The level of experience that you have had. Because you want to make sure you guys are equally yoked. You want to make sure they understand the struggle of what it took for you to get where you at so they will not compromise where you are headed to. When you don't date on your level, you will always fall short in other areas. When I try to substitute and say, well, I'm going to go get the, the cheap thing. I'm going to go get this and add it to my food. Then I wonder why the food don't taste this quality because mm -hmm. I tried to compromise and, and put it on top of perfection. No, I'm not compromising with wow. it. I want everything that God has for me and I'd rather wait to get quality then substitute for the purpose of quantity. So a quantity of folk can see me. So a quantity of folk can look at my Facebook page and see I'm in a relationship. I was so focused on quantity that I missed out on my quality. My quality may cause me to be by myself for a couple wow. of years. My quality may cause me to lose some family. My quality may cause me to lose some friends. Whatever it costs, it's an exchange of a sacrifice. Oh my, my God. God. And I'm sacrificing my now for my next. I'm Jesus. sacrificing whatever I had in my now to get to my next. Some of us don't want to break the rules. Some of us don't want to have to go through anything. But we want my knight in shining armor to show up. We want the woman that is destined to be with me to show up. We want the queen to show up. You want to queen you want a king but you don't want to have to do what a queen and king does the queen and king don't deal with the peasants the queen and king don't deal with the people on 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 the lower level they deal with other kings and queens My if God. you know you're a king and you know you're a queen why not deal with other queens no oh too much 
That's too hard. I don't know anybody in my life like that. The reason why you can't find nobody better because you don't think that much of yourself, daughter. Wow. Son, you don't think that much of who you are. Think more of yourself. And I'm going to say this last thing to those of you that like to pick folk, because I've seen this recently and it irritates my spirit. <laughs> when you pick somebody Jesus. because you feel like they're less than you. You feel like, oh, I, 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 don't, I know I'm not all that, but I can pick somebody and make them feel good about them because I know what my level is. And so I'm going to pick someone on a lower level. Let me tell you what that means. That means you're weak. Wow. That means you're weak because you don't have the capacity to pick somebody that can challenge your intellect because mm. you're so little-minded that all you can do is pick somebody beneath you. You're weak, sir. You're wow. weak, ma'am. And what you need to do is you need to take some time to yourself and be by yourself. Because when you're by yourself, you will learn integrity. You will learn standard. You will learn principle. And you will learn that what I got going on may not be all together, but let me perfect the things that I need to perfect. So when I meet this beautiful queen, when I meet this handsome prince, I'm ready to be everything I need to be to help us grow. Some of y'all trying to go before you grow. You're trying to Phrase, trying to run so fast, the tortoise in the head. I'm, I'm done. The tortoise in the head. The, it's so interesting. The hair runs, 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 and it's almost to the finish line. Got so hype and excited, decided to go to sleep. You got to be careful of those that are with you and going to sleep and think you ain't never gonna see who they really are. Wow. They you think you ain't never gonna get get to a place where you identify them. All slow and steady wins the race. I'm taking my time in this thing. I don't care how much he tell me he loves me. I don't care how much he tell me he's gonna spend the rest of his life with me. I'm not giving up no cookies. I'm not doing nothing. I, I know the baker bakes more than one cookie, but there's only one kind like mine. And, I'm, and I'm gonna save it for my promise. I'm gonna save it for my destiny. And men, you should think the same way. So slow and steady wins the race. If you take your time and assess, Stop trying to rush to the altar before you figure out what you what, what you got, what you're rushing to the altar with. Make wow. sure it's quality. Make sure that you can hold it. You that, that it's something of substance. Wow, wow! And you know what's so crazy when you said stop trying to to rush in and to the altar because we we don't see this is how we know that we as believers we don't even understand what the altar represents the altar represents sacrifice mm -hmm. so even god i thank you so even uh, the lord is give releasing another grace that even if you didn't take the time to go through healing and deliverance before you made a commitment to go to the altar that was your second your second chance to release what it was that you were carrying even before you said i do Come on, when we say we're, we're, we're meeting at the altar, we're getting married at the altar, the altar is sacrifice because marriage is sacrifice. Marriage is sacrifice. And this really leads us into um, our last question um, where it says, what would you, uh, hold on, that wasn't the last question. Um, would you, that wasn't it either. Dang, where's my question? I can't remember. I, I didn't post that question, y'all. But I'm going to say it because it makes sense. Um, when people get married, are we married to the idea of the wedding or are we married to the idea of marriage? Because really, I'm going to be honest because this was our breaking news. Matter of fact, let's do our breaking news.
why are our marriages lasting like our grandparents' generations, right? Somebody posted on Twitter, why aren't marriages lasting like our grandparents' generations? And the first thing that I thought about literally was in that what I just said, because people are more married to the idea of the wedding and not the marriage. A lot of people just want to be, they want to just go through the wedding thing, right? I, I just want to say I, I'm married. They want to go through the whole wedding thing. They want to waste all this money, but they're not committed to the marriage. That's why people divorce so quickly. There's no way that you can divorce so quickly if you are if you are really married to the idea of marriage. And I'm gonna I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you answers to back this up. Because the wedding vows, when you said for better or for worse, to death do us part, right? Some people they're committed just to the for better, but they're not committed to the for worse. When the for worse comes, you know, people are running away. Right, but you made a vow. You made a covenant before the Father. Now, don't get me wrong. I know sometimes stuff happens, right? And people get divorced. Sometimes it has to happen. But I'm just speaking in general of why marriages doesn't last long in society, even amongst the millennials. Because a lot of people just want to say, I'm married. Right? That's the first thing. But they don't understand what it actually takes to stay married. They don't understand that, you know, it takes actual tools and prayer is one of them. Prayer is the foundation literally to keep your marriage. If you don't pray, there's no way that you're going to be, if the Bible says this, that we're not ignorant of the enemy's devices, you're not going to know his devices unless you're in prayer. That's the only way that you're going to know literally what you're up against is if your posture is prayer. My God. It's a posture thing. If you're postured in prayer, you're satching yourself and saturating yourself with prayer and adorning yourself with the word of the Lord. You're going to have the tools that you need to help save your marriage. Wow. Now, it won't be easy. I'm not going to say just because you have those two tools and then you supplement fasting in there that, you know, this is the starter kit. That's the starter kit. Yeah. And I'm not saying that it's, it's not going to be a, a, a thing of, trials it is going to be some trials it's not going to be 100 percent ease what does the bible say the weapons will form but they would not prosper right and so there's going to be weapons that are going to try to form but the but the lord made us a promise he said but they would not prosper and so the thing is if people really were married to the idea of marriage and not just the wedding i do believe that marriages would be saved and but at the same time people have to be equipped this stuff has to be taught. And, and, and I know that it can't be taught on Sundays, but the church has to literally put aside some time during the week outside of your Bible study. Come on, because we make time for everything else. We can make time to do fundraisers. We can make time to do block parties. We can make time to do everything else, but we don't sit aside time to actually teach the people and give them the tools that they need so that they can survive in life. The Bible, we, we abbreviated to say the basic instructions before leaving earth, but people are not using these basic instructions. And a lot of people, I'm going to be honest, they don't know. Everybody is not going to have the gift of knowledge, the gift of wisdom. Like, I'm just going to be honest. Everybody is not going to have that. 
right and so the thing is the people that have these gifts and gifts in the church they need to be utilized come on these the leaders should be utilizing this stuff in the church and setting aside time come on this is the job of these deacons and teachers where they're teaching the people the tools that they need to keep the church because guess what all marriage is a part of the church right it's a part of the church we're, we're a body we're, we're all in this together and so the thing is we should work together to make sure that we have kingdom marriages because the enemy wants to take he, he wants to take that out of the kingdom he wants to make sure this is why he attacks the agreement as soon as two people agree that they're going to touch and agree on something the enemy attacks it he attacks it because you know why he knows that's what's in power. There's power in the agreement and that's what he's going to attack. He don't care that you're is you and him. He care that when y'all come together, something's going to happen. Something's going to change and God is going to get the glory from it. And so if he can make sure that whatever you're touching him and agreeing on never happens, that's his job. He's accomplished what he set out for. Bishop, what do you think about this? And we're closing. So I got revelation. Someone, Go this woman that's right here, uh, Taylor, she posted earlier, she said marriage is a ministry. Marriage is a ministry. And, and your it, first ministry. And, your ministry and, and if you were smart, you would have stopped at the opening prayer. But because you chose to overlook the opening prayer, some people go straight to the scripture. He that findeth a wife, findeth a good thing and obtains favor with the Lord. You ready to shout? You ready to jump? You ready to dance? You ready to sing? You ready to do everything else a part of the service? You ready to even give the offering, but you miss the opening prayer. How you start is how you finish in a relationship. Do, did you start your marriage with prayer? Did you start it thinking that way? A lot of people don't succeed because they don't have the order of service proper. My God, God, give me the order of service that I may know how to be successful in this marriage. I'm trying to do this thing the right way. I'm trying to do ministry the right way. And you know what the Lord just told me? He said that there's always room in the schedule. The sub service is subject to change due to the what? The move of the Holy Ghost. Y'all jump into the marriage before the Holy Ghost ever moves. You, 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 you didn't bother in your relationship ministry. To, to fine tune some stuff. God, I need to make sure the Holy Ghost is up in this thing. No, I'm just so infatuated by what I see. We can dance together. We can worship together. We can sing together. You have similarities, but is it conducive for my growth? When I was younger, I was looking for this. Kamisha, I was looking for this perfect elect lady like I saw on television because that's what the media portrayed. That you needed this woman with the long dress and the gold and, and all this wonderful thing. That's what the media taught me a first lady look like they taught me the exterior and then when i started dating women that look like that i saw no interior because all they gave me was a mirage of an outer experience never getting substance behind it i don't want to just drive a car with no engine you can't even drive a car with no engine because it's impossible i need the engine i want to know what your core is a man said that he was date that that he he became a pastor his father became the pastor of a church they look for him a wife and all these beautiful elect ladies were sitting in front waiting to take waiting for him to take one of them the mother came and said take just take one just take one whoever you want to take and he looking 
He looking, he don't see nothing that he like. A woman comes in. I want y'all to hear me, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to hear me. A woman comes in the back of the church with stilettos on, skirt, some fishnet stockings, and he said, that's the one. Now, I'm gonna tell you what I, I'm gonna tell you what's interesting about this. Because some of us think I'm I, I can never be a man of God. I can never be elected because of what I've gone through. God doesn't use people. Bishop Woodall said something important um, at uh, of the Saturday, the Sunday elevation. He said, God doesn't use people that are already ready. He uses people that are willing. Wow. Your folk will tell you you're not ready all day. No, you're not ready, but I'm willing. Wow. If I'm willing to Jesus. do it, it can get done. Because I'm willing. You're the one, the same one you talk about, oh, I can't be no first lady. You're the one that's chosen. You're the one that has been selected. And while you see all these women up in his face, I don't know who I'm talking to, but somebody's somebody's watching this right now. And you're the person in the church that, that are like, no, it can't never be me because I ain't meant to be with no man of God. I just want a normal man that pray. No, you are called to greater. And you will never unlock the maximum potential of who you are until he sees you. <laughs> until he sees you. Until you blossom. You are the flower. And you have an expectation to blossom but he's got to see you to blossom because like a bee he's coming to take the nectar wow. but he can't take the nectar unless you blossom so it's My important God. that you become who you're destined to be so his assignment is in breach because My when God. he takes the nectar he's bringing it back to the to the swine of bees to the to to, to, to back to that place i've got what you call it some of y'all scientists y'all know what i'm talking about but you, he brings it back to that place and so essentially I must be a flower that has blossomed. Have I blossomed yet? Is it my turn? Is it my season? And I got to know when it is my season, it is my turn, because if I go before my season, he's got a flower, but he has no work. <laughs> my God, you should put him to work when he sees you. He should want to be the best thing that he's ever thought about being in his life. He should see you and say, I don't even know how in the world I got this woman, but I got to come up. I got to step up. I got to be a better man. If I if I had a job that made two figures, I'm going to go for a job that make three figures. And I got to do whatever I got to do to make sure what God has blessed me with, I do not disgrace. Not what I've blessed myself with because the blessing don't come from me, but the blessing comes from the Father. And I thank God for what he's given me. That's why prayer is important. We got to start our ministries right. Everybody wow. likes something, but we're not starting it right. Is it starting with prayer? When you met the person, whether it be on Facebook, whether it be on uh, uh, in person on the internet, was your first conversation, Father, if it be thy will, let this come forth. But if it's not your will, remove it now. Yep. Or we, or we don't want to say that because we're too attracted. And if you can't say that prayer, then that means you in your flesh. And the reason why you with that person is because you in your flesh. Wow. And if you gotta, if you want to write something down below, write ouch. <laughs> wow, wow. All I can say is wow. I can't, I can't even, I can't even say anything but wow. That's all I can say. You just said like a, a mouthful, a mouthful. Literally, I, I can't even override the Holy Ghost. I would never do it. The Holy Ghost has spoken and and it's lifted and it was what needed to be said um on tonight but again in closing you know will i say that can social that social media destroy relationships i will say yes it, it does mm -hmm. it does depending on your situation and you got to be able 
to be real about who you are mm. and where you are, right? Because the thing is, you could have potential to be a good person, but if that's not where you are at the moment and, and social media is an enabler for you, it can't because I want to be honest and we're closing out. Social media has a lot of exposure, right? It's a lot of exposure. Um, you can see all types of things on social media where, you know, you can follow half naked women now. You can follow half naked men, right? People can post different types of videos, right? You know, it's so much exposure. And the thing is, and I want to say this because this is important. When people are going through things, I'm going to tell you how much exposure it has and how much an enabler it is. When people are going through situations, I'm going to tell you how the enemy infiltrated in social media. He will use the time when people are going through things and when they are in isolation, he will use it as a means to get to people. <laughs> That's how much of an enabler that social media is. That when you're going through something, it's so easy to just go online and be like, well, let me see who's on in Messenger. Come on. Right. And it could be so innocent. You could just be looking to see what friends is on that all of a sudden 1-800-WE-ARE-18 are in, is inboxing you now. Come on. Right. And if you're weak, come on, if you're weak, right, and you don't really have uh, no backbone or no, no strengthener, come on, or you don't have an enabler, which is the Holy Spirit. You're going to fall. You're going to fall suspect to what's going on. Right. And it starts off as so innocent because you know what happens because this is our mindset. Now, I'm just going to be honest. Nobody can see me. Right. Because this is your page. Right. Remember, you govern what comes in and what goes out. How do you govern? Because it's your account and it's your password. Right. So you govern what comes in and what goes out. And so right now you're having a situation. Right. Home is not good. Right. So all of a sudden, here goes somebody that's paying you some attention. And if you are a person that's still weak to yourself, if you have not died to your flesh, like Paul said. Right. And you don't know how to fight off weak moments. What are you going to do? You're going to respond to 1-800-WE-ARE-18. Wow. Right. And then the next thing you know. You're, you're having a conversation with this person. And what the enemy's going to do is he's going to use this person or people, because with some of you, with a lot of people, he's going to use them to to, to help. Huh, come on, because these women, are these Delilah women, are, they're, they're special, right? Because what's, what's going to happen is, Samson, you're going to start telling what's going on as you get comfortable, right? As you get comfortable, you're going to start giving them tea, right? You know, you're not happy here. Some of you might be honest and say that you're in a relationship if you're that bold, right? Some of you are going to be honest. And then some of you are going to lie, depending on what the person look like, right? You're, you're going to lie because you don't want to blow your chance that this can be something that's potential. Come on, the numbers are getting low because it's tight, but it's right, right? Mm -hmm. And so the, the thing is, now all of a sudden you fell into the trap and now Delilah, she sees the areas that your wife or your your intentional uh courtship person is lacking in this area because of a problem but what does she do she starts filling in those areas oh you said okay how can i make you happy come on and your courtship she's not saying that right or your wife at the moment is not saying that because y'all probably in an argument that it was something that was probably your fault anyway 
right? <laughs> so, you know, now all of a sudden, you know, I, I, I just say it's so many enablers. If you don't have anything that governs your behavior, Come on. If you don't have something that's governing your behavior, and I'm talking about a relationship with the father, actually following uh, the, the, I won't say rules and regulations because it sounds so governmental, but it is though. We have to say it. There's rules to having a lifestyle as a Christian and being a Christ follower, right? And I know we don't like to take from Old Testament because some of us are so New Testament people, but, but, but the thing is you can't take from one part of the Bible and not the other. And the Old Testament has so many fruits that we still need because guess what? If you're a person that just goes by grace, you'll die under it too. Come on, because grace can run out. Wow. Grace can run out. Come on, the Lord, the Lord does what he wills. And his grace can run out the same way it is sufficient. It can run out too. The Bible says that the wages of sin equals death. Mm. Come on. And so the thing is, you can't think that you can just keep being disobedient to the father and think that you won't have to pay for your actions. We, we're not saying that you may go to hell and God knows best. I'm not, I'm not here to do that. But the thing is, you'll have some earthly experiences. Come on and ask me how I know. I know I'm in the medical field. Go on out there and try to have sex if you want to. The first time nothing may happen, go ahead and try it again. The Lord may say, okay, let me just give them an STD. Go ahead and try it again. Come on, we've been under grace, right? We've been under grace, right? And people are still popping up now with HIV and every other type of thing. <laughs> because you know why? The Lord was giving you grace. That's why he started you off little. Come on, I'm going to just wow. give you an STD. I'm going to give you another little STD. Then all of a sudden, what? Now you got something you can't get rid of because you couldn't control yourself. Looking for love in all the wrong places. Come on. And so I, I have to say it because I'm not one of those people that's going to sugarcoat, you know, or try to cultivate some people's itchy ears. Come on. This is spirit-led, candid conversation. Candid means to be straightforward. And so the thing is, this is why I feel so strongly. If you're not a person, because in, in all reality, social media, it can be used for benefits. If you are a person that's just like a networker, right? And and you, you, you can network without being inappropriate because some people don't understand boundaries. Come on. Some of our language, our, our linguo, it lingo, it will make people think that we're attracted to them. Yeah. Right? If you are a person that's always smiley and nice, and, and if you don't you don't set the tone, because people go by tone. You know, some people are going to think that you're interested, and that might not be the situation. That's right. I used to fall victim to that all the time because the way that I am, right? I'm a nice person, right? So I'm not gonna I'm not going to be rude when people, you know, talk to me and stuff like that, you know, and, and in the beginning when people would inbox me and different things, you know, I would be like conversing with them to be nice. And it, I would see later, you know, that the person would feel that, I, I, that, you know, something could be. And that's not even the situation. I'm just thinking in my mind, you know, people say, girl, you're so gullible. I'm just thinking in my mind, like, I'm just being nice because I'm just thinking like, you know, that's what people do. Right. right. But in this person's mind, because of me overextending myself of being nice, you know, now it created an inappropriate boundary. 
And so now, because I know this, I've set the standard, especially with being a woman, a single woman in ministry. Now, if a man inboxes me, the first thing I say is, how may I help you? I set the tone from the beginning so that a man does not feel comfortable that he can just inbox me. Right. Come on, I'm a single woman. First of all, there's no need for you to be inboxing me unless it's pertaining to business, ministry, or anything of that nature. You know what? In in general, you know you have to set the tone because some people they're inappropriate. That's good. Come on, some people are inappropriate, and the thing is, and you know what inappropriate comment, and some of you entertain the foolishness. Uh, you're so, you're so, you're so, you're so. Listen, because you know why is a fulfillment for some people. It's a fulfillment, but when you have a standard, you're not even going to entertain it. You're not even going to entertain it, especially if you have a standard. I don't talk to men, right? And and people may say, "Well, that's being extreme." It's not being extreme. It's a protection for myself. Why I'm not ig the Bible says we're not ignorant of the enemy's devices. So why would I sit up there and set myself up as a single woman to just sit here and entertain a man? Now somebody might say, Well, what if it's dating? I know the sound of a promise. He ain't it. I can tell just by the way they inboxing me. Hey beautiful, you ain't the promise. The promise be like that. I feel like my son opens up. I'm crying. And so, you know, I, I do feel like social media, it can be an enabler to destroy relationships if you're not in a place that you can control yourself or if you're not in a place that you and controlling yourself comes from what the fruit of the spirit, self-discipline, right? If you don't have the fruit of the spirit, if you have not been healed or delivered, I do believe that it can destroy relationships. And, and I'm going to add on to that. If you've given up the cookie for a hey, beautiful. Jesus. Nothing. Show him that you value yourself. Why are you acting like that? And now they're ready to curse at you. Good. Expose who you are from the jump. Right. Expose who you are from the jump. Young lady said to me, I was just walking down the street, and because I didn't entertain his conversation, he told his boys I was no good, I was nothing, I was nobody, he was cursing me out. Great. When a person shows you who they are, believe them because he had an agenda and his agenda could not get fulfilled apparently somebody came along before you and gave into that foolishness yeah same thing with men brothers you got to have some and i'll be feeling bad because we got to be stronger as brothers we got to hold up the standard i don't care how to matter of fact if you come to me with your dress a little too tight donna <laughs> what was your agenda <laughs> Was it Delilah in your spirit or was it Jezebel? Because it's one of the two that, in, that that made you think that I would be more enticed by physicality than intellectual. And so if you don't have a brain, I should, brothers, if she don't got a brain, come on, uh, like, 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 like children say, if I don't got a bang, if she don't got no bang, not the buying. No buying. Oh, sorry. Leave her and, and, and let her get herself, collect herself together. Because you know what? You could be the one thing that elevates her and makes her think, you know what? I got to get myself together. But we don't stop the foolishness. We entertain the foolishness. That's why it's going on on social media. That's why social media is destroying relationships because of what we entertain. 
Yeah, and social media is, is really bad, too. Like, you know, because people expose people. It's like, and that's another, that's another thing. Like, people don't even think, you know, far out of what can really happen um, in the future. Like, because the thing is, once you type something in, it's like record. Yeah. Like, these, even yes. this, even these messages, I'm going to be honest, these are court documents. You can use this stuff in court if something was to ever, ever happen. And so the thing is, that's why, yeah, you got to, help me, Holy Ghost, you got to really be in your right mind, right? You got to really think far out, right, before you just, like, literally just make a decision because it can, it can lead in a long run to be something that's detrimental for your life, especially if you know <clears throat> that you are married right and say for instance you you decide to entertain somebody um on social media because people do it all the time right now somebody has something on you and don't be somebody that's in the forefront don't be somebody that has something to lose because i'm going to be honest some of you be you will lose something to somebody that don't even have nothing to lose say that again you will lose something to somebody that doesn't even have nothing to lose. Come on. Shaniqua from Instagram with the Instagram body that, that got her body done because she sleep with every man, right? She don't she don't even gotta pop the um, you know, a bed to lay in a pop to piss in and a wiggle to throw it out of the old folks used to say, right? But because of her pictures in your mind, you thinking that it's this type of, you know, she's she's painting this mirage, right? For you, this oasis, right? And so you fall into the snare you know, of, of the enemy, literally, and then all of a sudden, you know, because you already know, if she, all she has to offer is this Instagram body. It's not like she got the Instagram body and businesses to back it up, right? It's just the Instagram body, right? You, you'll lose everything just to a body. And forget that you a spirit. <laughs> But you'll lose everything to a body, to a person that never had anything to lose. And right? Now, because now she can walk away. She don't have anything to lose. This is her lifestyle. But right. you have everything to lose. You got your reputation. Come on, don't be somebody in ministry. You got your church. Come on. Come on, don't be somebody in government or business. Come on, you got whatever that you're over. Then, right, come on, because sometimes y'all put your family last, so you got your family. Right? All for something that was for, what, seven minutes of pleasure? I don't know. And sometimes you don't even get to the point that you even see this person. Some people just have an interaction over line. Oh, stop it. Stop it. Oh, my God. Because she's just doing what her natural... Uh, you know, these spirits of perversion do anyway. She probably wouldn't give you the, the time or day anyway because you ain't the type of guy she dates because she into money anyway. But because she she still has abandonment and rejection at the same time, she's going to entertain you for a short period. So, I mean, I'm just saying, right? I know this is these, this is just the way that I think about certain things. And it ain't so much of just because I was saved because I'm going to be honest. Even before me really walking in with Christ, I always had a standard. 
My grandmother raised me to have a standard. And now I might have not done everything that she told me to do, but still I was raised with a standard and I kept that standard even in my days of not walking right with the father. Wow. And, and, and it starts at home. Really, it starts at home, that cultivation um, that women, they, they, if they had that at home, literally, no matter where they go in life, no matter what they do, it crosses over. It crosses over. But we're closing because we, we spent a lot of time um, on here tonight. This was, was really, 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 really good. It really was. And, and it really needed um, to be talked about, too, as well. It, it really needed to be talked about as well. Yes. Online is just as worse. It really is. It really is. And people don't want to talk about it, you know, because everybody wants to brush things under the rug. And I understand. Right. Right. A lot of people aren't going to be transparent. And it's not saying come out and tell your business, you know, or anything like that. But still, you know, this type, if we can do preventative measures, and this is literally what this podcast is for, preventative measures so that people don't keep running into the counterfeit, so that people can be awakened to really what's going on. Because sometimes we can't see. I was a person that used to not be, what was able to see. I did not always see the way that I see right now. This was not, even though I might have had a mindset, but I was still bound. I could not see. And so, guys, if you are encouraged to sew on tonight, you guys can sew into the ministry, sew into the ministry to Dollar Sign Dope Girls Pray podcast. Um, if you have Bye. PayPal, the PayPal information is up there on tonight. Guys, if you are not led by the Holy Spirit, please do not sew. Um, but if the Holy Spirit is leading you to sew on tonight, I don't care if it's a dollar. Come on, sew in faith. Whatever it is that you want to sew, it's according to your faith. It's not the size of the seed, but what you sow. The faith sown into the seed. And I keep telling people that seeds produce a harvest. The more that you plant, come on, the more that you'll see a harvest. If you don't plant any seeds, you're not going to see anything. And so you have, come on, we got to get out of this mentality that everything all the time, people have to pour, pour, pour. And we never pour back into the people of God. You know, we have to get out of that mentality um, because it's, it's, it's just not honorable, to be honest, too. But like I said, if the Holy Spirit is not leading you, because I would never tell people to sow anything they don't have. So if you don't have it, please do not sow. Even if you have it, I still don't want you to sow. Because you know why? You're not sowing in sacrifice. That's not something that's sacrificial. You have it. So don't sow it unless the Holy Spirit is telling you to do something. But other than that, guys, listen. Tonight was just really, 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 really good. It really was, and it needed to be said. It really did. And so, guys, if you have not done... Academy under Dope Girls University. You need to download this e-course. The promise has a sound. It's a really, really, really good e-course that you guys can benefit from. Also, if you guys want to catch any audio replays, maybe you're not a visual um, learner, you can download Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can download as well. You can find us on Pandora Radio. You can find us now on iHeartRadio, and you can find us on Anchor FM. If you want to download the audio replays, download the audio replays. If you want to catch up on any of the Pillow Talk the Christian Ways or Hot Topics on Saturdays. Bishop, if you have any closing remarks, if not, I'm going to have you pray us out. 
No, no close my ro- remarks because we went deep enough. Yes, Lord. So go ahead and, and uh, you can close this out. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I ask God that everyone that has heard this tonight, that their ears were inclined to hear and digest the food that had been presented to them. Father, I pray that you give them what they need in this season and that you have given them what they need to operate throughout the week, God, throughout the next month, God, in coming into the new year, Father. I pray, God, that relationships be molded, mended, transformed by the renewing of their mind, that that broken relationships come back together, God, that is uh, your will for their lives. Father, I ask that you have your way, God, even in the life of this wonderful host, Kamisha Henry, Father, I ask God that you cover and protect her, that you keep her, oh God, in perfect peace, Father. I thank you for her life. I thank you what what you're doing in her life, God. I pray that God uh, send unexpected finances to her door in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I thank you and we praise you. We ask God that until we meet again, God, that this word be food and nourishment and continue to feed and, and fill us throughout the week. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 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 All right, guys. So that is our time today. I thank you guys so much for tuning into the Dope Girls Pray podcast. We'll see you on Saturday for our hot topic. And remember, Dope Girls Do Pray.